0: Hello everybody. Welcome to the Psychic Wives. I'm Ginger Hendry. I'm Kathy Rumsey. And I'm Jerry Corbin. And today we had talked about a couple of times that we wanted to do live readings and share live readings with you. And that is our plan for today. So how are we going to introduce this guys? Do you want to set it up or?
1: Yeah, let's, yeah. Talk, let's tell them how we do. Go ahead and tell them how we do Um, I think it's really cool because one of our guests, we're doing a human reading and one of our guests, we're doing an animal reading. So explain how we do both of those.
0: Kathy, Jerry and I all read similarly. So what we're going to do is for our first guest, we're going to be doing animal communication reading. So we're going to connect with the client, with the human first. Um, And we basically do that so that um, a lot of times it will help us go a little bit deeper with the animal. So we don't tend to go very deep with the human, just to make sure that we're um, well connected. For our second reading, when we connect with um, this reading, this will be for um, just the client, no animal. And then we will be we we'll we will be connecting more deeply. We'll be looking at whatever question the client has. Um, so why don't we just get started? We oh, good?
2: Yeah. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Cool. So our first guest is Sherry. Sherry is going to join us and has um, agreed to have have herself and an animal read and um, whatever comes up, comes up. So, <laughs> <laughs> so good luck with that. So for this reading, um, this is Kathy speaking for those of you who aren't able to distinguish our voices uh ginger and jerry are going to kind of tag team the reading and both be reading her at the same time which is is a pretty cool way of doing things because we tend to um have the information build off of each other when two people are, are reading the same person so why don't you guys clear and connect to sherry and then and do your thing and i will um add any commentary if i need to but i am not going to be connected with sherry Okay. As much as I can try to stay out of it, I should say. So. (laughs) Mm. Okay. Give us just a second or two here. Sure thing.
0: Okay. Now I know Sherry probably the least amount, right? Sherry, then Kathy and Jerry. So let me tell you, I get the quick picture that I get of you is um, being very I say, very grounded. I feel like your feet are firmly on the ground. I feel strong. Um, but up above, there's a lot going on. A lot going on. And it's not just that you're, it doesn't feel like it's just that you're doing a lot. It feels like there's so many things that you want to do that you have kind of um, either planned or you're planning to. And it's trying to figure out almost what comes first. It's like, it, it feels like there's so many possibilities for you. It's very exciting but yet you're grounded and solid. Does that make sense? Perfect sense.
1: I laugh so hard because as soon as, like if you're not seeing the video, like as soon as Ginger started talking, I was like kind of laughing and smiling because the first thing that I get, I get receive a lot of information in words and I see the word strength and I see the word empowerment. And um, it's interesting because Ginger said that she probably knows you the least Um, and I know you a little bit more, and so the thing that I want to say here is, and this is not a negative thing from before, but I can see movement from when I've known you two years ago to today, like completely different space that you are in, in regards to that um, uh, strength and empowerment, and I want to agree with Ginger that there's a ton going on but it feels like it's all really positive stuff. And it's like Sherry being able to, ooh, do I wanna do this? Do I wanna do this? Do I wanna do this? There's a little bit of, and it's so small, like um, which direction should I go in? But it's all coming from this place of very, very positive. It's not like, oh, what should I avoid? It's like almost like a giddy, which direction? It's like, it's like, when I was, sorry
0: sorry, <laughs> sure. right. sure, 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 sure. I'll mute myself, go Ginger, <laughs> okay. when, when, she, when Jerry was using the word giddy, and, and so you can't see her, everybody, because we're, um, we're seeing each other, but sort of rubbing our hands together, that's the feeling that I had too, there's like so many possibilities, um, and it's almost a, uh, which do I do first, that it's not that I want to drop something off of what I have in my mind, it's like, how do I fit it all in, it's, it's very exciting, Yep. It's, uh, that
3: completely makes sense. And it's exactly where I am right now. And I want to go back to what I was saying before, like my image that I'm getting is a,
1: um, um, kind of like a, a 3D puzzle, if you will. Yep. And how I kind of look at us all as like a 3D puzzle. And sometimes there's parts and pieces that are sticking way out and not fitting in. And so if I'm looking at you as this 3D puzzle, pretty much a lot of the pieces are exactly where they need to be and the pieces that aren't are only sticking out a little bit. I'm not sure if if y'all get that image, but I think it's what Ginger and I are both both talking about there.
3: Yep, and the stuff that are way out there don't fit. I'm just kind of hitting it away. It's
1: like, in way, that's awesome, awesome, awesome. Um, let's see if there's anything else there,
3: Ginger. Kathy's smiling. She's picking
1: up stuff I can tell. Flaps
0: down, Kathy. No, it's the only only picture that I get um, at the very end when when I was asking if there's any more detail is this visual of you rolling up your sleeves and, and, you know, I'm ready to go. I got things to do and I'm going to get it done. It doesn't feel... Um, you know, sometimes when you're starting things or whatever, there's some angst about it or, um, worry. I don't, I don't get that. It's more of here I am, I'm going to do it. So
1: I want to go back to that, just the strength. I'm just going to add a little piece on here. There's this, some sort of education piece here, but this is, this is important the way I want it. Um, this is going back to that strength and empowerment, but I got to say, there's this, like I said, this education piece where in the past you were looking on the outside for someone to tell you how to do something or what to do. And there's been some sort of shift again, that I was saying before in however long, a couple of years or whatever, there there's been this shift now where it's at some point, Sherry realized that, wait, I can do this myself. I can create myself. I can pick and choose and kind of go instead of before it was going from out to within now it feels like it's going from within
3: does that make sense the way i'm trying to describe that like it makes sense and pretty much what you're talking about it's not as much permission as it is i mean i'm old enough i don't need permission yeah that kind of went away 10 yeah. years ago but it's more of i'll cooperate and empower you if you want to do this in some tandem way and if not fine and now i've just severed and not in a negative way just let go, and i'm very excited about what's coming as my own standing on what i've gotten so it's more of that for me and you know it's probably better yeah i think it's better yeah yeah for sure (laughs) and i'm much more into cooperation than competition And I'm not afraid of competition. I lived in competition my whole life, athletically and scholastically, et cetera. It's not about that. It's more of, how do I get my mission and passion accomplished the best? And I'm just more of, let's let's go. Mm -hmm. No barriers, give it away. I'm not competing with you. I'll empower you. I'll send you business. It'll all turn out. Mm And anybody that's not like that, it's kind of like dropped away from me. Okay, and anything else there, Ginger? Or do we
1: wanna move on to animal?
0: I think we can move on. Okay,
1: so Sherry, you know the drill. We want as little information as possible. So we always tell our clients name species, male, female, alive or past. So my example is female, dog, Gigi, alive. Not even breed if, if, if it's a breedable species.
3: so so to speak so who do who do we have sherry uh male i started to say female dog no (laughs) yeah gg female dog no oh (laughs) male cat Mm -hmm. uh what was the rest you wanted name frankie frankie (laughs) alive or past alive
1: very
2: much so okay male cat frankie alive okay (laughs) And so I'm just going to pipe in here while you two, you two do your thing and, and take your minute or whatever to, um, to connect with the male cat named Frankie who is alive. And the reason for our listeners that we ask for so little information is that for those of us who know breeds, or maybe we have a, the same breed of cat as whatever Frankie is, it might color our perspective a little of um, if we know too much, it's hard to stay in our intuitive side of our brain. And that's why we ask for as little information as possible. So we can just receive the information from the animal. So just trying to fill the dead space while the ladies connect.
3: (laughs) Well, it's a good connection. I think there, Kathy, somebody. So
1: i'm getting from frankie it's interesting because i'm getting there's this um uh i don't want to i don't know if it's the word tentative or whatever but there's this 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 (sighs) the tentative or whatever this word i'm looking for was in the past but the the big piece that i'm getting is he's very slowly starting to kind of come into his own like it feels like um Uh, There was, there was a period of him like, uh, 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 like maybe not knowing what's going on, or I don't even know if that's, that's what it is. Hold on a second. Um, It feels like he's finding his footing. I don't know how else to describe this. So jump, jump in whenever you, you need to, Ginger. Um, There, uh, something happened um, that caused him uh, to question things for lack of a better word. Um, and it feels like he's coming into his own very, very slowly. So it's almost like the same as you, like all this empowerment and everything. He's definitely farther behind that. He's not like, Dun, da, da, like you are at this point, but it feels like he's, he's turned a corner around it. Does this make sense to you? I, I don't know if I'm, I'm verbally explaining it.
3: 100% if- makes sense.
0: Okay, okay. I, I get similar to you, Jerry, but I actually saw a picture, a very strange picture. I see him and I see, I don't know what the right word is, let's say his essence coming into himself. Like, mm-hmm. he, like, he, like almost like we would say you're not grounded, pull yourself into your body. It feels like his um, personality, his strength, his uh, confidence is sliding into himself. Yeah. Uh, that's the visual that I see. Um, yeah,
1: and that kind of, uh, that's was a much better way of saying what I was trying to say. I, I don't know where the words are today, but yeah, like sort of coming into his own, kind of stepping into, and it's almost stepping back into, like I want to say stepping back into, but it's not. It's a new Frankie um, from from what he used to be. And I've got to say this to the people that are listening, um, like, I don't know what we're talking about right now. Um, (laughs) and that's okay. That's okay. Because, okay. So because Sherry does. And that's that's an important piece. It doesn't matter if we know what the heck we're talking about. Um, we just give these visuals, we just give the raw data and, and it's kind of up to the client. And that's why we say, does that make sense to you? Um, and then they'll say, yes. And we'll be like, okay. And we can go a little bit, um, deeper into that. Um, does that make sense? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> um, okay, so let me see. Um, it's like he's. It's like there's this. Um, you know. So the image I'm getting is a Frankie, the, the cat, and and like so he's he's in this space or whatever, and he might put his paw forward and step on something and be like, okay, 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 that's cool. That's okay. Let me put my other paw forward and step into it. But so there's a tentativeness about it, but it feels like there's an internal shift in him, and I think that that's what you're saying, um, Ginger, about this piece coming back to him, but it's not going
0: back to what he used to be,
1: no, it's, it's a, a new
0: Frankie. You said it exactly right, Jerry, the, the visual that I see is sort of coming into himself, but it was, but it was a visual. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah coming into himself. But that tentativeness or um, cautiousness, or whatever the word is we wanna use, I see more, you would see like sort of putting your paw forward and stepping back, I, I feel like he's very, um, like the picture I get of him is looking like he's always looking They're and observing looking and yeah and and testing and there's a lot going on up here 100% um, and i do
1: feel that there's some there's there's anxiety there there's there's anxiety but it's lessening a little bit more um but it also feels like it's related to you so i don't know if this is like he's watching you and using you as like a model, gauge. so to speak, or a gauge yep. there about like, oh, okay, I I can do it. And I also feel like there's a little bit, I get this fairly often, there's a little bit of, and it's tiny, but it's, there's this little bit of like, he's kind of anxiety and angry at himself for not being able to step up quicker. Um, I don't know if that makes sense, but but at the same time, There's also this, I'm I'm saying appreciation, gratitude, because it feels like you are allowing him to get there and you're not being, oh, it's a poor kitty, 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 kitty. You're like, come on, Frankie, let's, you know, and you're like doing that human thing. I tell clients all the time, don't talk to your animals like, oh, you're so cute, I'll be back in five moons. You know, like this kind of thing. I always say, hey, I'm going out the door. I'll be back at around three o'clock. I love you. Bye. You know what I mean? And and talk to them very encouragingly and lovingly and like a human. He's kind of showing me that, that you're helping him.
3: Does that make sense to you? Yep, and I got something that tied into your earlier reading on me. Okay. Do you want that now or do you want Ginger to go?
0: The only thing I was gonna add was very similar to um, Jerry, I uh, pick up just a small piece of him. It's not something I would typically say about a cat. I would feel like it more on, a, on maybe on a dog energy but there is a, um, a wanting to please you and be connected to you. Um, so part of that gauging is, um, I, I want this. I want this relationship. I want, I want this bond. That's how I'm moving. And part of that gauge is to make sure you're on the same page with him.
3: Yeah.
0: Um, I'm gonna wait to make my comments
3: at the end because I do have questions. So okay. Ready, um,
1: do we want to do a body scan on him or do you
3: want to move right into questions? um a quick body scan is fine uh, there's nothing i mean i'm not going to say too much never mind yeah. <laughs> yeah sorry
2: you're so good you so know Kathy, while we connect to explain what a body scan is so a body scan i i um the the way that i describe it to my clients is that i'm asking the animal to lay their energy their, the energy of their body onto my body. And I specifically ask them to line their head up with my head, their shoulders with my shoulders, their hips with my hips, so that it allows me to feel what it feels like to be in their body. It's not a diagnostic tool. It is really a, I can remember um, doing a reading and not knowing what the animal was and being like, oh my gosh, I feel so slow and I feel like I can move my arm in this really weird way that I can't move my arm, but suddenly I feel like I can. And it was a, I had connected to a sloth and not known it was a sloth. So it's really just like what it feels like to be in their body. That doesn't mean that sometimes physical ailments might not show themselves, but it's not meant to be diagnostic. So when I do a body
1: scan, the same thing what Kathy just said. I'm, I'm just saying, show me on my body what's going on on your body. <clears throat> I often will get something. If I get something on the back of my neck, like a uh, on the back of my neck, um, sometimes I'll get it with like really, really super big. And it's an animal that, oh my God, needs exercise. This was just a little one when I get these this little... Uh, it's a feeling of I got to go back to that anxiety, and I think I might have used that word before. I'm not sure, but there's this little bit of anxiety in him, um, and it's kind of pent up because there's just a little bit of like I'm not sure, I'm not sure, I'm not sure. So there's this little bit of anxiety that I'm getting on the back uh, on the back of my neck. The good thing when I tell people that is it's tiny, it's tiny that I'm feeling it on the back of the neck. So I'm not feeling this cat is like. Ah, you know like totally freaked out all the time I'm not feeling that at all and I'm getting this sense of lessening and lessening and lessening and lessening which is going back to kind of what we've been saying from the beginning Ginger
0: oh I love when we do this because I love to see how everybody else gets information so for me I actually do I, I feel more like Jerry will say she's her attention is drawn for me I feel more so I get that exact same message Jerry but for me, I feel the, a little tiny bit of angst, which makes perfect sense for everything that, that's come through. But the other thing that I felt, I don't know how, um, I don't know what, the, what this really means, but I feel really strong from like like behind my shoulders and my front legs are really strong. I feel like, and I don't feel weak in the back end or anything. I just feel more strength in my front end. I don't know if he's a good climber, or, um, or, or what that is. But it feel, I feel stronger, for lack of a <laughs> better, I like don't bulk, know what it means, but. Bulkier,
1: uh, in the, not bulkier, but.
0: No, I don't, more,
1: I like what you said about strong, like, like does he climb a lot, or does yeah. he scratch a lot, or does he. Um, I feel
0: almost like if, I, if he were to show himself off, he would be more in the, in the front. Yeah. Like, I don't, or maybe he's a beautiful cat, but there's something about the front um of him that feels stronger to me um I don't know if that makes sense but
3: enough makes sense okay I mean I'll pay attention I mean there's something I can say about it but I'll wait
0: yeah there's nothing like I said I'm not saying um that he's given me i feel good in the front end but my hind end is weak or right. i don't i don't mean it in that way at all yeah yeah i got um, that I get and that.
1: i feel like i don't know how old he is but he's showing me himself is a fairly um he feels young but not kittenish like baby 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 but he feels young and kind of vibrant um feeling in his body like i'm not picking up anything like my stomach or my paws or, or anything like that. I'm, I'm just not feeling it. He feels young and vibrant. So I guess that's kind of going along with what you said about, um, strength, um, mm. um, yeah. in, in him. Um, I'm not picking up anything else on body scan you, Ginger. No,
0: no. Okay. He feels it all stuck. makes sense and
3: it fits.
1: Okay. What questions do you have for Mr. Frankie?
0: Yeah.
3: How can I best support him? Um, there's how can I best support him? what's working about what we're doing, myself and my husband, uh, who works with me and his brother. And is there some particular support he wants in relationship to his brother, Mikey, and their litter brothers? There's Sammy, who's a house brother, and then there's Mikey, who's a litter brother.
0: I'm going to go back to what Jerry said, because I can feel it more strongly now as you're saying that, uh, the appreciation of um, understanding who he is and allowing him his space. It is, um, almost a, um, uh, like an affirmation for you of, of, of appreciation that, you know, other people might see his, I'll say quirks or his situation as something that needs to be fixed as opposed to your understanding that this is who he is and I'm going to support it is a very open, um, appreciative loving feeling around that um
1: yeah and i was immediately given the word patience um like and an appreciation that you are being patient with them and you're not doing like snap out of it cat you know like this kind of thing and it's just a, hey this is our you know we're just working working into it in regards to what was his litter mate's name was it sammy oh
3: mikey, oh, mikey. okay um the, well, uh, michael, michael and frank franklin but Frank and Mike, Mikey and Frankie. Okay, Um,
1: so he is acknowledging that there's a difference between him and his brother, his brother, and I'm not really connecting to his brother, but I guess he's showing me his brother is a little bit more like, yeah, whatever, fly by the seat of your pants, and a little bit more um, chill, for lack of a better word, or, but I feel like it's a little bit less in your head. Then Frankie is in his head. Frankie seems to be like a thinker and a and a you know pays attention and all this stuff and observant or whatever. And Mikey is kind of like you know ooh squirrel you know like like more like that. So he's acknowledging a difference between him and his brother, and he appreciates you acknowledging that difference and actually treating them slightly different when it needs to be treated different. Like when he needs to be um, treated different, he's also showing me an appreciation that because of this. Um, Um, whenever I get this uh, Brady Bunch thing, (laughs) you know, like, you know how the boys in the Brady Bunch would be, you know, sometimes they'd be like, you know, whatever. And then there's a young kid and the young kid wants to be like with the cool kids um, and he wants to be cool and he wants everybody to look at him cool. But at the same time, he needs his mommy every now and then. For some reason, whenever I see Brady Bunch, it kind of shows me a sibling thing um, like going on. So I'm going back to what Frankie is saying that he appreciates that you, um, see the difference between the two, and he appreciates that. Um, and I feel like I don't know if this is conscious in you, Sherry, or sub or subconsciously in you happening, but it's almost like there's a little protective piece in you towards Frankie, so that Mikey doesn't see him being a baby. Does that? Do you see how I'm I'm kind of trying to put that together in a good way? Like you're not in front of Mikey saying, put your big boy pants on, Frankie. And so he's not feeling embarrassed in front of his brother. Uh, that, that makes sense. Is that okay? I don't yeah. know if I'm explaining it correctly. No, but I, I get the thread of what you're saying. Yeah, that was kind of a weird thread, but okay. Ginger, anything else? Uh,
0: you you no, know, I go I will, along those same lines, but I, he was just showing me a picture of being able to come in and out fluidly of relationships with both of those animals. that felt comfortable in the relationship. Um, it didn't feel particularly, um, like he needed them. I, that's probably not the right way to say it. Um, almost like they appreciate him for the same, like he's, he come, I don't know if I'm saying it right. He comes in and out as he needs to come in and out and everybody's okay with that. There's a, um, no, that
3: makes sense. okay. Yeah.
0: Feeling of being comfortable in yeah. doing
3: awesome. that. Awesome. His brother awesome. Mikey, will he, jump him every now and then they get into it. <laughs> they get edgy and there's a, a brother thing. Yeah. And he's usually on the low end of that totem pole. Right. But not always. Yeah. So, um, yeah.
1: Do you want to give us some feedback on that? Yeah. Or go
3: ahead and- yeah. 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 The thing you were saying earlier about permission, I said, I don't need permission. I, it made sense when I was, you were talking about Frankie. Um, Oh, and I will ask you if there's a message or a lesson from Frankie, but, um, The permission was, I didn't want to step up. The two organizations I'm a part of is I don't want to step over or onto or outside of their rules. And it was more of that. And Kathy, you know what I'm talking about, Mm -hmm. the organization. So it's like reading those carefully. And am I going to violate it? And if I'm going to violate it, I do it consciously and be willing to go, okay, I'm done with you guys if that's how you're gonna be about it. You know, it's kind of like that. And I actually went very much in detail about it. And it was like, oh, I'm not violating anything. And they may get shitty about it, but okay, I don't care because I'm going forward. And that that's kind of the little thread connection over to Frankie, permission and cautious. Just, um, do you want me to ask you for the lesson or message from him now, or do you want me Yeah, to
1: let's just back? go in and Ginger, let's go in and see if there's just a, a quick message from him. Um.
0: Okay, Uh, oh, no, you go ahead. Okay. Acceptance was the very first word I heard as soon as I asked for um, what his lesson is. And the acceptance wasn't just, um, it was like tied to you. So the acceptance wasn't just the way that you accept him um, because, and, and I don't want to say tolerate him because that's not the right word, but um, um, celebrate him, okay? I celebrate him. All, all his you know quirks, behaviors, the essence of him, um, I'm celebrating. But it, the lesson feels like it, that you've been able to do that for yourself as well. So some of what you're talking about, um, not needing other people to do the kinds of things that you want to do, Feels like you've sort of stepped into your own acceptance of who you are, what you can provide. I don't necessarily need if it if it um, fits in with me and we're able to do things together. Great. If not, I'm on my own path. I'm okay with that. I almost a celebration of your in recognition maybe of your own strength. Yeah. Does that make sense?
1: Yeah. So I love the way he did this because he's given us like two levels here. Okay. So he gave ginger one piece and he's giving me this other piece but this other piece he's giving me is is like taking you up a notch like in other words there's this great piece about this great th- there's this great place that you're in right now so now he it's almost like this challenge here cuz he gave me i don't want you to overthink it all like don't yeah. overthinking everything like there's all the stuff that you're like into 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 but there tends to be a little bit a, a little bit in your head more than feeling so again this is a challenge from him like okay don't overthink it too much but drop it down into solar plexus area and feel your way through it a little bit more as opposed to being in your head as much as you are but do you see how what he did is he gave ginger this one piece and then he stepped it up with this piece like the piece that i'm giving you is more of a like okay you're doing so good now let's up the ante, let's challenge you a little bit more.
3: Yeah. I'll take that on because it's interesting because I've been real slow and usually my way in the past is to just dive in. If I had done that, I would be over here, which I would have to be undoing to do where I'm real, what I'm really happy about right now. The in my head gets into the tech, the website, the marketing, the, all that stuff, which I'm like, okay, I have to remind myself, go meditate, Yes. Pay attention. And I had a whole bunch of choices to make the other day and I just settled down. I used my intuition. I used my crystal, my pendulum, you yeah. know, it was just like, and then I sat with it. So it's, I get the message completely and I'm appreciating him in a whole new way. Um, he's kind of, so there's lila and gracie who've been with us 12 years and she's the dominant one she's the dominant one of everybody and then gracie is kind of the tiny dancer fun loving one then there was christopher and he's out on his journey sammy and then mikey and frankie and mikey and frankie came out of a very abusive household that wasn't that way when they got adopted as kittens but it became drugs, marriage, physical abuse, that kind of thing, emotional abuse. And they were at my vets where they had originally been adopted. And I worked with them with Reiki and animal communication for a very long time, but they were two, almost two year old cats, male cats in one place. Now they got in bigger areas at night, but they had been there for like six months. I would go there regularly, take them out. Then I finally said, these guys are regressing and I brought them home for foster and I'm a foster fail. Yeah. (laughs) Oh my. So, um, and it was way more, it put us at six cats. It was uh, a lot for all of us to take all the cats us. It was just like unbelievable. And it's, and he's been the most reserved and behind the scenes watching everything. They had never been outside in their entire lives. They've been with us a little over two years now. So they're about between four and five, four and a half, maybe four, four, four and a half, maybe five. I had to go look at the records. I don't know. After six, I I don't remember. Um, But we started letting them out. We built them a little house outside. They started with that. And now they go out two or three hours a day. It's so hot here. We have to, you know, everybody goes in during the heat. But he is a freaking runner. I mean, that guy, pew, pew, pew. Okay, so that's where you're getting that muscular thing probably. Absolutely, there, man. He's like, yeah. he's the one that took off and went around our entire, we got a couple of acres, around our entire property. He'd find every hole, get over, and then couldn't find his way back. So I'd have to send Sammy to go get him. <laughs> Literally. Right. And, right. you know, he, he loves to be outside. He's the Slim Jim Mikey's the Husky, like the bodybuilder. And he's just out there. He, you know, out there inside the house, but Frankie's the dominant one outside. Mikey's the dominant one inside. Awesome. Everything you said is spot on. And I really just wanted to check in from somebody else to see how he's doing and the best way to support him. Um, my husband works with them quite a lot. He worked with Christopher quite a lot. That's a whole nother story, but, um, you know, and then the, all the balance got thrown off when Christopher left and he, they had been here in the house. Oh, so that's that piece then of him,
1: of something happening?
3: And well, there's it, the something happened at the house where he came from, then there's this- Okay, right, okay. got right. the vet's and then that, that changed because they'd been here about a year and a half when Christopher said, I'm going on a journey, see it," okay. And um, you know, the first introduction, Mikey attacked Sammy wickedly, even though Sammy's much bigger. And now everybody is just kind of fine. Um, yeah. Frankie's much more on edge. Okay, well. But doing much, 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 much better. better. Good. There is that little bit of angst.
0: Right. Well, I'm glad that you said that, Sherry, that you wanted to reach out because that's another important piece that we talk about too in animal communication. You know, if I have a, a minor problem in my house i can you know connect to my own animals but if i have a, a problem with an animal that is ill or that has a higher you know more serious problem then i'd call kathy or i'd call jerry because we are attached to the outcome it's really difficult to yeah. stay detached when it's your own animal yeah. well i i do back up with
3: friends and etc. Yeah. all the time and you know this one was when frankie was more when i kept asking who wants to you know who, he came up, he came up, he came up, and he's more reticent. And I did it once before in a class that I was the teaching assistant for, and he just like, no, do not mess, with him. I don't want to. But today I kept thinking, okay, do you wanna change? Is it Mikey, is it Sammy, is it Christopher, is it Lila, is it Gracie? And it was more like, nope, Frankie's ready to talk. Mm. He was. Awesome. Thank you, Sherry. Well, thank you
1: so much, Sherry, for allowing us to connect with you and um, Frankie. We appreciate it.
3: No, thank you very much. That was good.
1: Cool. All righty. Marsha. Marsha Marsha
2: Marsha. Oh <laughs> um, Talking unmute.
0: about the Brady Bunch. <laughs> yeah, speaking
2: of the Oops. All right. So um, so yeah. Jerry and I are going to connect with you, Marsha, and do just a an intuitive a coaching session an intuitive reading on on just you, not an animal. Um, so it starts out very much the same um, we'll both connect we'll tell you a little bit about what we 're getting. I always say to people, sometimes I get personality, general personality information, and sometimes I get just energetically what 's going on with you in the moment, especially if I have a client who reaches out to me because they have a question or they have a situation that they're trying to to work through. So um, sometimes it's really obvious to me personally, whether it's personality or energetic, like where you are in the moment. And sometimes it's not, so. And so what we'll do first is we'll connect with you and then
1: um, we connect with guides. Mm -hmm. Um, And then, so we'll connect with you, we'll connect with guides, we'll talk a little bit and then we'll come to you and say, okay, what is, you know. What are you looking for help on? What are you looking for direction on? And sometimes it will have something to do with what we picked up and sometimes it won't, doesn't matter. And then we kind of just kind of run with it, so to speak. Okay. okay. So hold on one second.
2: And so I'm going to, I'm going to just jump right in. Mm-hmm. while Jerry's connecting. Cause I might've, I was trying so hard earlier when you guys were reading Sherry not to, be connected but I really feel like I connected with you Marsha and it's so interesting because what I got was um it's this weird like I don't know if you worked in a school or are a librarian or something mm-hmm. around um I was actually brought back to my elementary school, but specifically the library. So, um, but it's interesting because, you know, you think of a school librarian as like, um, this like old school, you know, just kind of like, yeah. I don't know. I know, you know what you mean. <laughs> you know what I mean, okay? I mean, and it's just, but I specifically remember my elementary school librarian as this really interesting kind of cool woman because I knew her. her daughter and I were friends. And so I knew her outside of the library. But that's the feeling I'm getting around you So unless you are a librarian or work in a school or did at some point, um, I wanna keep digging into that. Does that make sense to you?
4: Mm -hmm.
2: Okay. Um, So I'm finding when the first
1: thing that always happens when I do a reading is I start to get words, which makes sense because I'm a writer and I don't really hear words, I see words. And then what happens is I see a word and it starts to build like off that word. So the very first word I got for you was tentative. Um, So there's this, um, you know, dip the toe in, take it out, dip the toe in, take it out, dip the toe (laughs) in, take it out kind of piece there. Um, But I also feel that there's this um, slight opening up for you. And hear me out when I say this. Whenever I see rushing nesting dolls, do y'all know what rushing nesting dolls are? Mm -hmm. They're like a tiny little doll and then a bigger and bigger and bigger. And you just keep it open up until you get the tiny little doll. When I see that tiny little doll... It sort of started to become a symbol for me when I see rushing nesting dolls. There's this little tiny, 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 tiny piece of Marsha in there that is kind of starting to stand up for herself a little bit, like kind of starting to say, Hey, what about me? You you know what I mean? And there's the it's almost like there's this, it it's um like a space where Marsha now wants to maybe do something for her because I am agreeing there's something going on with like caregiver and when I get the word caregiver it doesn't necessarily mean like you're caring for a person who is sick it can mean that but it's also like in other words you put everybody around you first and you're used to doing that and it feels like it's been going on for a long 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 time okay so Mm -hmm. everybody else first so going back to that rushing nesting doll there's feels like there's this piece of Marsha right now that is like Hey, it's time. It's time yeah, and- for me to step into something or do something for myself. I don't know if that makes sense to you. Does that make sense?
4: Mm-hmm. Yes, definitely.
2: And and I'm gonna <clears throat> I'm gonna I I I agree with what Jerry's saying. I'm gonna do a a little bit of a different take on it. In that um, you've. It's actually, the way that I'm getting it is you're kind of over the worrying about the judgment of others. But that it feels like used to prevent you from being you was, well, what will other people think? You know, if I'm, if I'm, and I don't, and it's so interesting when we do these because I have no idea what I'm talking about. But it does feel like this, you know, it's, it's funny because Jerry talks about the, the Russian nesting doll and, and I agree, but it's almost like to me, when she was saying it, I was seeing the inverse, which is like you're letting yourself expand and not shrinking to just be that littlest one. Yeah. And no, that's not what I'm saying. Yeah. I'm not saying she's
4: shrinking
1: to be. The no, 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 yeah. no you're right. Is, right, like right but I, expansion yeah like yeah the
2: expansion and the now, like but. i'm just kind of over worrying about what other people will think does that make sense
4: it does and um just because i think more in the sense that i don't want to disappoint people yes i want to please them and not disappoint them not and that's what that's for most right but right right so judgment
2: yeah. judgment's a weird word but yes yeah. exactly yeah. the the not want to end that and that is such a um um you know those of us who are who are overgivers,
4: <laughs> are
2: you know we always want to make sure everybody else is is happy and taken care of and everything um When when
1: she was talking about that, it was, uh, I don't know what you said, Kathy, but there was a finding you piece. Um, what I was talking about before of like getting bigger and bigger and the slight opening up, there feels like this, a, it's a time to find you. Like you've always been in there, but you haven't given it any light or whatever, mm-hmm. finding you because of that caregiver piece of like the people around you. And now it feels like that's that what's trying to come up is like you're you're like hey it's time i'm at the place in my life right now where it's time to find me to start growing and start empowering myself and giving myself a little bit of what i want or i i need there so it was like i literally heard finding you um i Mm -hmm. can't remember what kathy was saying when
2: and i and and i'm gonna i'm gonna take that same thing and and um and go along those same lines and i'm going to go back to that whole seeing the library from my from my youth and seeing the librarian who was very much a librarian at at when she was at at work um it was what she did it was a kindergarten through sixth grade school so she had a lot of little kids that she had to be you know this kind of the stern librarian and not to say that 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 you're stern or anything but then when I would see her outside of school, she was who she was outside of school. And it feels like for you, it's this whole, I'm ready to start showing people all of who I am Hmm. and not just this one piece. Does that make sense? So it's like, I can still be the caregiver, the nurturer, the whatever, but I'm also this other thing. And I can do both. Right. I can be
4: both. Right,
2: right. So it's really super interesting
1: because Kathy is like coming at it from one direction and I'm coming at it from the other direction. And I think it's kind of working together. It's cool. Like she's mm-hmm. seeing um, librarian and, and whatever. And I'm I guess I'm more of a on the uh, personality level or something like that. I don't know. I'm, I'm seeing my symbol for books um, and books to me, meaning either means you're an avid reader or you are researching um Mm. and it almost feels like it's a little bit of both for you you are an avid reader but it feels like there's this um like research again i'm going back to the finding you starting to look into stuff starting to read about stuff trying to starting to like kind of open up like horizons for lack of a better word that sounds really oh but you know what i mean like like starting to open up a little bit and there's a tiny bit of wonderment there like um, I feel like really uh, very, I feel like you're a very um, controlled person, controlled person. Like I don't feel like Marsha is like the one that's going to walk into a party and be like, Hey, I'm here. You know what I mean? <laughs> right? this is very close to the vest, I guess is the saying um, controlled person. Um, but there's this tiny bit of wonderment in you. Like, ooh, could I do that? Ooh, could I look into that? Ooh, can I? And so it's, it's almost like a, a um, it's almost uncomfortable for you because you're not used to being able to um, put things out there. You're used to being able to, I'm supposed to be like this and very stoic and very, you know, this kind of um, person, but there's this other little wonderment. So it's almost like this duality thing kind of happening here and you have to ease yourself into it because this is something that is so outside of the person that you've been for years and years and years. Does that make sense? That piece that I'm saying about, 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 like, Ooh, starting to look at things from a different viewpoint, starting to say, Ooh, is that something I want to dive into a little bit more? Does that make sense to you?
4: Yeah. I mean, I've been doing, I've been looking at a lot of things for many years, but I think the duality comes is because I have been on an avid spiritual journey for many years and I read and read and take workshops and study and watch awesome. podcasts and watch videos. I'm into it. I go to readers. I, I, all this stuff, but then I, sometimes I feel like that's that's one aspect of me. Then the other aspect is me out caregiving and yeah it, it's like there's two different worlds going yeah. on, and I, yeah. I I need to mesh the two, yeah, um, and I'm seeing you yeah. know those
1: things like in cartoons where there's like an angel on one side and a devil on the other side of your shoulder mm-hmm. or whatever mm-hmm. that's like my symbol for like that duality, like there's two parts of you, and they're no, she can't do that, yeah, she can't do that, you know what I mean it's like happening. <laughs> yeah happening in there. Let me know when you want to connect to the guides, Cass. So,
2: okay. I just want to finish this last part because it, it was a really strong sensation for me of this, um, anxiety, this, uh, Ooh, I got it in my, like my throat really tightened up and my, my chest really, constricted and to me that's it's anxiety and it's um and i get i get the spiritual path i get all of that growth but this feels like um it's a little There's some apprehension, and I'm just, I'm going to put this out there because I'm getting it and it's making me want to cry, but I'm going to put it out there. Apprehension about your end of life, has that been going through your mind or something? Like this, um, and I know that the world is a crazy place right now, but it just... I'm not, I'm not sure what this is.
4: Um, well, I'll, can I say something? <laughs> yes. Yeah. I think, I think it has been going on in my mind, maybe because of COVID or whatever, but it's like, I don't want to end my life and not have accomplished me being me and, and being the best that I can be. And I feel like this I mean, I'm going to be 64 years old, and I, there's a lot left for me to do, and I don't want that to be cut off. I'm on a roll, and I want to be able to finish this.
2: <laughs> yeah, but and and it's funny because it's I'm getting this um, almost well, okay. It's almost like you've had a conversation about that with your higher self or something, basically saying, "I'm not ready to go yet." And, and it's funny because one of the jokes that I always make is that, um, I'm not going to do all my work because I know when I've done my work, I'm done and I die and I move on to the next (laughs) life. And it feels a little like, um, I don't know that there's just some holding back, but I was really feeling this apprehension around end-of-life stuff I don't know that's what I got but um I'm gonna go ahead
1: and connect with um Marsh with guides
2: yeah yeah Um,
1: and when I immediately did um it's so funny and I don't know why but no matter who no matter who I'm working with when I connect with guides they come in up over here and they come in, um, in in kind of like in descending order as the Supreme Court justices. I, I don't know why, but it's always that way. They're not judging at all, but that's for some reason how I see them. And they will come in doing different things or whatever. Okay. So they're coming in immediately like cheerleaders, cheerleaders, cheerleaders. Like, yes, let's do this. Let's do this. But... Sometimes um, I'll get information like, okay, baby steps with this person. I am getting the opposite of baby steps with you. I'm getting the dive off the cliff with you. And that doesn't mean, Marcia, you should go jump off a cliff. Right. <laughs> Sky or anything like that. But it's like dive into it, dive into it. And it's got to be a, oh, screw it. I'm going for me right now. Because it does feel like this built up, built up, built up, built up. And I'm literally seeing like a champagne cork like going like this. So the champagne cork is there for two reasons. A, it's that popping, like just do it. But also the celebratory piece about that because there's this very, very, very strong piece of you being very tenderly looking into it, very tentative looking into these things. Uh, what did we say before? Like the devil and the and whatever on there says duality and it feels like you're spending a lot of time trying to make these work and trying to find that balance, but you're doing it in a very, and this is not a bad thing, but you're doing it a very, in a very tentative kind of way, and it feels, it feels little, like you've been doing methodical. it in a tentative, what's that? It feels a little methodical. Methodical, very tentative, mm-hmm. and it feels like you've been doing it in that way for a while, so literally the visual that I just
2: got is one of the guides standing behind you and kicking so it's so oh, funny cool. because um i'm apparently seeing your guides in a little bit gentler way but i love the <laughs> kicking her in the ass because what i see is i'm gonna try to count them hold on because i see them behind you so it's like it's like you and i are sitting together and in my you know my mind's eye you're actually standing up and you've got your guides behind you and I see seven, but there are like they're kind of like all the way behind you and to either side, because obviously there are seven of them and one of you, and they're they 're behind you, and it feels like they 're behind you they 're supporting you, but then every once in a while, a couple of them have to take you and lift you and push you f- and to 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 move you forward so it 's very similar to what Jerry was getting with the the push from behind, but I get the, they're, they're picking you up. And sometimes, sometimes it's like, it's like you're walking down a path and sometimes they have to pick you up and go, okay, we'll carry you through this part. And other times it's like you don't need as much support and they're just kind of, there's one, one guide on each elbow and they're kind of helping it, helping you walk easier. It's a really interesting uh, visual. Um, but they're, they're with you on your path, but I agree with Jerry, every once in a while you need a little, a little push or a little, a little carry. Um, And for me, they're definitely, um, it's like,
1: in other words, don't do baby steps because you've been doing baby steps all along and it's time to just whatever, but we, we have, like Kathy said, we have your back, we've, we've got your back and we've got your back but they're bringing me back to what you said. I'm 64 and it's time. And they're like, yeah, it's time. Like you, you, you know, it's time for you to not necessarily be the one that walks into the party, like, Hey, all, oh, I'm here. But the one that walks into your life, your own life, Hey, I'm here. And it's time for you to say, Hey, I'm here to yourself. If, if that makes
2: sense to yep. you. So, so right. what, but again, it's, it's so interesting because I'm, I'm not looking at, the, at the, the screen. I'm just listening to Jerry talking. So I don't know what your reaction is, but I'm getting that whatever you just said, Jerry, and I don't even know what you just said, but I got this, this all just tightened up in my throat again. So I don't know what you said, Jerry, but whatever it was, is there still some resistance there? There is. Absolutely. Which is why, but it feels like this resistance has been
1: going on for quite a while. And so that's why, and this is my opinion here for a second. This is my opinion why they're, they're like pushing you because you're not going to do it yourself because of that resistance. And because okay. you're trying to very slowly find that balance between um, the two there and without discomfort you're not gonna find the balance. So you have to kind of own that discomfort and move through that discomfort for you to like and that's there's that walk walk off the cliff because clearly it's uncomfortable to jump
4: off a cliff. <laughs> you know Does that so- makes sense to you? Yeah I I think what my the resistance was when she said that is because it's they're pushing me towards towards what? And this is what I think. Um, that um well i've been working with nancy smith too so what's come about from that is that the reason i'm here is to really work on relationships and all these years i've been saying well what am i going to do for a career it was all about this career thing and there was never any spiritual energy behind any of that because Hmm. it really wasn't about that so my question is is like what they're pushing me towards is to just do what i want to do without stopping to say Oh, how's that going to affect him? Or how's that going to affect her? What does she think is, am I going to screw that? Oh, I really shouldn't do that because I really should go help this one. That's what they're pushing me towards.
1: That's what it, yes, that's what, but it it, feels, so it's like, it's kind of what I had said to Sherry. It's a feeling your way through stuff, but feeling Marsha's way through stuff about Marsha, as opposed to um, it feels like going back to that caregiver piece. I'm going to feel my way through how someone else feels about this when that's, right. that time is over, it has to be like, how do I feel about this? Which doesn't right. mean right. that Marsha's gonna go out there and say screw you to like everybody for, <laughs> for people that are not seeing me on video, I just like held up <laughs> <with> my middle <laughs> fingers, you know what I mean? Like yeah. screw, screw you, I don't care what anybody else feels, that's not it. But it is more of
4: putting you first as opposed to other people. And that's that's first. what makes me anxious. It makes yes, me so, anxious to yes. do that. It's very difficult for me. It's to do very that. difficult because it's been
1: such a long time of you putting right. everybody else first, which again, there's that jump off. So do you see how um, that's super, super, super dip- difficult. So baby steps with you, it feels like aren't going to work because it's it's almost like you've been doing baby steps for years with this right. and you work with this person or whatever. So there's that. You've got to get uncomfortable enough so that you see, and you're like, okay, that was uncomfortable, but I made it. I'm on the other side. And right. That will right. allow you to jump off the next cliff, jump off the next cliff, and kind of feel your way through that. Does that make
4: sense? Right. Right. And, the, and so, the clips are me doing something once again without You doing without something looking for permission from other people exactly, or ideas for other people. But exactly. like, tell me what to do and I'll do it. You exactly. Know, no, right. You We're feeling not telling your what way to do
1: anymore. <laughs> you feeling your way through it and deciding what it is you want to do right. as opposed, and putting yourself first as opposed to putting
2: someone else first. Right. So what's what's really interesting is um Marcia, when you were when you were talking a little bit ago, I saw a picture of Mother Teresa, but then I also heard a quote that I think is attributed to her. I could be wrong, but it it's Charity Starts at Home. I don't know if that's her quote or not, but I definitely saw Mother Teresa, which is interesting because in the work that I've done, Mother Teresa, who's I think saint did, but she had mm-hmm. a lot of she was a unbelievable, caring, giving whatever person. She had a lot of work to do on herself that she never did. Mm-hmm. Um, and the charity starts at home. I would say, don't think of it as charity. It's it's, you know, my belief is that we're here to love unconditionally and to understand that the only thing that is real is love. But the biggest stumbling block for most people is loving themselves. Right. And I remember hearing, and I don't know who said it, but it has stuck with me forever, is when you don't feel like you're lovable, you want to be needed. So you make yourself, you, you are the helper, you are the giver, you do those things because if people need you, it feels a lot like love. Now, right. I don't think that that's actually the like I think that you I think that people who love you love you for who, for who you are whether you do things for them or not. I don't know that you believe that. Right. Um, you, exactly. That's um, exactly true. Right. And so um I really am getting this um I'm getting this message of it's like putting yourself first is is a really important thing and it's interesting because I am seeing baby steps in regard to this um because it's so uncomfortable for you, it feels. Again, it's that anxiety that comes up around not wanting to let other people down. Right. But it it feels also like um, you're you're so on the precipice of this realization that you're allowing yourself to let yourself down in order to care for others. And it right. is right. it is this really uncomfortable place of awareness, whereas 10 years ago or however long ago, you didn't even think of yourself. You know, you right. were the, you were the, you were the one who in a group of people they said what do you want to do tonight? I'll do whatever you want to do. I'll go wherever right. you want <laughs> exactly. to go. Okay, well let's go get Indian for dinner. You actually hate Indian Indian cuisine, but you go anyway because you don't want to be the one that says I don't like that cuisine. Do you know what I mean? Like you're yes, exactly. and, and but what I'm what I'm saying is what I'm getting is like however long ago that was in the past, you were so unaware of that you should be putting yourself out there and putting yourself first and loving yourself, that that wasn't a problem. This this is a problem because now you want to say, I, I don't like that type of cuisine. But you don't know how to do it because you've you're you're so conditioned to pleasing others that you're it 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 feels like in Jerry you're gonna have to put an E on this one because it feels like you're a little worried you're gonna come across as a bitch if you stand up right. for yourself. Or exactly. or not even stand up for yourself, <laughs> but just just say my opinion. <laughs> yes, just use your voice right. for for your own needs. It feels like, it, it does, it feels, and that's that tightness I got in my throat was I can't say what I think because I'm worried they're going to think I'm a bitch. Right. I'm. I'm not a whatever, or I'm not just this wonderful, caring person that I want to be. Right. But the, truth is is i'm going to go back to that whole librarian thing where when she was at school she was this librarian who kept all the kids in line and when she was outside of school but that was all one person like you are this you are this loving giving nurturing kind woman who can also be loving nurturing and kind to herself
4: right right
2: And I'm going
1: to go back to, because as Kathy was talking, I kept getting putting yourself first and that's, and, and, and that's it in a nutshell is putting yourself first as Marsha. In other words, Marsha is this loving, caring, kind person. So there's no other way for you to put yourself first than the way that you are. So you're not gonna put yourself first as a bitch. You're gonna put yourself first as a loving, caring, kind person. And this is a big piece here. And I think Kathy was saying it too. Um, it's all in your head alone, the reaction of what everyone else is, is right. gonna be. There's right. a of, what right. if, but what if, but what if. When in right. actuality, the people around you are gonna be like, oh, look, Marsha's doing something for herself, how awesome is that? Yeah. (laughs) Do you know what I mean? Where that's the case. So there's a really big putting yourself first. And I think Kathy and I are going to, going to have to disagree on this, or maybe it's just coming from about two different places. So you're going to have to feel your way because I am still definitely, there's no baby steps. It's you got to do it. Um, And maybe the baby steps part is you got to do it. Jump off the cliff about something as little as going out to dinner and not liking Well, so I was
2: just going to say, I was going to say, Jerry, I think that it's, it's funny because I think we're actually getting the exact same message. We're just getting it in our different perspectives. And this is the beauty of intuition is, um, it's a, it's a jump off the cliff and yet a baby step at the same time, because, um, it feels like how do i say this so it feels like sometimes what happens is people who are nurturing and and givers and everything they give and they give and they give and then anything that has to do with them they stuff down stuff down stuff down but if you go too far from being a like go too quickly from being a giver to and, and stuffing down to going, I'm not, I'm not going to do that anymore. All of that stuff you've stuffed down, it feels like you're afraid it's all going to come out. And I feel like I'm referring to maybe particular people in your life, or maybe a particular person in your life. That's like some of the stuff feels like it's, it, it's become a, you've, you've got some resentment a little bit around all of the giving you've done. Mm-hmm. Okay. What I want, I, I, I think it would be important to remember that um, giving, like it's okay to still give and speak up for yourself, and then also to remember that those that you've been giving to, you're giving. it's not that they're asking of you. Right. So I do feel like a little bit of the the walk back is to, um, you know, take what might feel like a jump off a cliff in speaking up for yourself and what you want and what you need and what you'd like while at the same time resisting the urge to put others first. And it, that feels like a lot.
4: Right, right. I think the two of you are right. One's saying jump off the cliff, which that's what it feels like to me, when in actuality you're asking, you're talking about a baby step. You're not talking about a big deal, Masha. But yeah. to me it feels like jumping off the cliff. Yeah, yeah.
1: <laughs> so right. did, did we kind of... How do you feel about, did we answer your question? Was that helpful to you or do you need clarity around a piece or?
4: No, it was was very, uh, I can relate to everything that you're saying and it's all the stuff I've been going through lately and really working on. And um, I am making progress. I mean, my question coming here was going to be like, what is COVID? What is its message particularly to me? And because I feel like I'm treating COVID like I treat everything else. I want to do the right thing. Um, I'm, not, I'm very tight around it and it's causing me to have digestive. I think we did
1: answer better. that question. I really think that yeah. we did answer that question because right. it, it is a putting
2: yourself first and a feeling your way through it, um, et, et cetera. Um, and it, and it, it yeah, I, I agree, Jerry. It's a putting yourself and feeling your way around it. It doesn't mean you're going to go to the grocery store and lick the buttons on the cash. Right. Right. Thing, right? <laughs> but it also doesn't mean that if you, I know you live in Massachusetts, that if you drive over the state line into Rhode Island, you're going to go back to Massachusetts and quarantine for 14 days either. Do you know what right. I mean? Like there's right. this, um, This, this feeling of, um, I'm, you know, who you are and you just need to, um, let go first, put, put yourself, <laughs> put your, put yourself first. Absolutely. And oh, hold on just to say, Oh, I just lost it. I'm sorry. Holy cow um there's a there's a bit of of it of um and it's it's such a weird thing for me to say but i'm gonna say it like laugh at yourself i don't know why i'm getting this but like give yourself permission to be like i'm human and i'm learning and it's uncomfortable and being open with that i actually am, am feeling like i don't know who the people in your life are but i do feel like you're a a fairly um, social person like you're mm-hmm. a fairly you and you you have groups of people that you talk to, or, or like maybe even individually, but you feel pretty social to me. And what's interesting is, hold on just a second, is that what I'm also getting from this is that this, you putting yourself first is actually going to end up being a way that you can help others by setting an example Mm. and and talking about it um, to other people around you is it'll end up and it'll be really interesting because it feels like once you do that you'll realize like oh, I'm helping them without giving. I'm actually, right. now, I'm, now I'm sharing versus giving. Does
4: that make sense? Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Mm-hmm. I'm going to so jump in.
2: I, I was I... just going to do that.
1: I was just going to say Ginger, because for those that aren't watching um, the video, um, Ginger is friends with Marsha, so they know each other quite well. And so when we're saying stuff, Ginger's shaking her head. And oh, not so,
2: so what's so interesting <laughs> is I took my glasses off. So every once in a while I look at the screen, but I can't actually see much because you're all blurry. So I haven't seen any, anything. So, so Ginger, go ahead. go ahead
0: and share so your thought. Let me tell you a few things. First, Masha and I grew up together. We're next door neighbors. So from the time we were babies, I realized. Well,
2: okay. That. Can I just say how awesome is that? Yeah. It is, that absolutely. Is, that is a rare, really wonderful thing. So We have been best friends for sixty three. That's amazing. Yep.
0: So there isn't anything probably she doesn't know about me or I don't know about her. So
2: um By you're not doing the reading. <laughs>
0: Right, exactly. <laughs> right. Um, but I want to say a couple things. One, and this doesn't mean necessarily anything, but the very first thing you said, Kathy, when you connected with Masha, was um, that you got this school environment, and you know, and whatnot. And I just want to say that that was dead on, and it was more of, uh, maybe a, a higher level. Masha was a school counselor. Oh, okay. Several years, mm-hmm. so it does okay. not surprise me that that didn't get picked up. Um, but I think it's interesting to note that Masha said she came here with a. Um, was going to ask a question about COVID, right? And Kathy, you came, I I think it was you that said um, that there was an issue with Masha worried about end of life. And Masha yes, because I want to do all of these things. Um, You know, I I, I have so many things I want to do. I don't want to miss out on that. So I think you got that before she even asked. That's true. Because I mean,
4: maybe, I guess we all, I mean, not all of us, but and there's this feeling like if you get COVID, that's it. You're right. going to die, which is not the case. Right. But right. I think that's the ultimate fear of it. It's a fear that. But that's it, but it that feels like for it. you, it felt like it was a really. Um,
2: it, it feels like a pretty pronounced, like, I'm not ready yet. Right. Because right. Like, right. I will say, I don't have that fear. That if I get COVID, I'm gonna die. Like, I just, I don't, I don't, and I don't, I'm not actually afraid I'm gonna get COVID, but, but I have had that fear of, I still don't wanna die. Like, I still am not, right. I still right. am not ready. And, right. and I really picked that up from you pretty strongly, whether it has to do with COVID or not. I'm, I was picking up that I'm not ready to be done with this life yet. Well, I
4: think well, sometimes if, when you, if, I'm sorry. I was just going to say that it's interesting because this ginger knows this because ginger and I have had this discussion that for a while there, because I was giving up my giving and giving and giving, it's like, okay, I have no purpose here. So I was feeling like my life was over. Like, you know, what is this? Is this it? That's all there, you know, that's it now, you know, because that's how I felt. If I, if I'm going to get away from this and not be the giver that I have been or the caregiver or the worry or whatever, then there's nothing left for me, so that kind of precipitated mm-hmm. some of this too. So I think maybe you're picking up on that. Yeah. Well,
0: and I like the fact. I like the fact, but it came up from both of you that um, she had issues in the throat, not being able mm-hmm. to speak the words, and so she can speak the words to me. Right. <laughs> um, right. We've had this conversation many times, but not always speak up for herself and not right. feel comfortable, um, yeah. even though. And I will tell you this because I know the pe- most of the people in her life very well. Also. That nobody would think badly, right? Okay. Oh my
2: gosh, no, that's all. That's all. That's all your own stuff, right? Um, absolutely. Right. But it's it is one of those. You know, you're sixty three or sixty four years old. Like you're, you've you've conditioned yourself to be a certain way for a right. long time, right? And it is uncomfortable to to shift. Um, right. I'm going to tell you, as having been a a former, sometimes current overgiver, but mostly former, um, wow, does it feel good when you say, actually, this is where I'd like to go for dinner tonight. Not that we can go anywhere anymore, but whatever. You know what I'm saying. Like, hypothetically, Mm -hmm. I'd like to go here for dinner tonight. And the person says, yeah, that sounds good to me. Let's go. Holy cow. Like... (laughs) (laughs) It feels- <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Well, I hope that was
1: beneficial to you, Marsha. Yes, definitely.
4: Thank you very much.
1: You're thank very you. welcome. And thank you so much for allowing us to connect with you. We really appreciate that because we know it can feel a bit vulnerable when people are like poking into your stuff. <laughs>
0: <laughs> and Not Sherry,
1: a- thank you as well.
0: Yes. Thank you, Sherry. Yeah. yeah, So much fun. This is great. I'm glad that we are able to Readings. I hope it was helpful to people that are listening on sort of how the process works and um, both on animal communication and on intuitive work. Um, hope it was beneficial for both. And so we'll close um, the way we usually do. So you know that you can find us um, at thepsychicwives.com. You can stream us from there. You can also look for us on Apple Podcasts and on Spotify. Um, we are starting to do more Facebook Lives. So look for us at the Psychic Wives on Facebook. And I think we have some coming up. We have one coming up um, at well at some point. At some <laughs> we'll out, point. You'll will. know. Because <laughs> yep. we'll put it out. But thank you, everybody, for joining us today. And uh, we
4: will talk with you next week. Thanks, thank everybody. You thank All you. Right. Nice to see you.